Welcome, everyone, to Mythstery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my fantastic, permanent guest, uh, always here. It's amazing she keeps coming back. Cammie, <laughs> hey, how are you? Welcome back hey, to your Bryant. show that you helped create. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, if, if I wasn't the guest, I don't know if you'd ever have one. I know. It'd be, it's great. Just Peter sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, welcome. Uh, this is the show where we like to pick myths and legends, tales, topics. We give you a story, and we actually have an OG Cami original story today. We have very few of those, and they're always fun. Uh, on our topic, we're talking about Valkyrie today, the Norse, um, the 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 female, distinctly female, sometimes very angelic when you kind of see them, clad in their beautiful armor as well, the Keepers of the Dead for Odin. Tammy, uh, why don't we just roll into this one? Tell us about your Valkyrie story. Absolutely. So I did uh, use basically just Wikipedia for this. So mm-hmm. two kings, axe to axe, they clashed. They fought for hours, on and off again, their bodies sometimes resting against each other to build up breath and strength for one more swing. And as night crept among the, along the sky, they couldn't rest. They knew this must end before the sun settled. And the Valkyrie all waited, great winged warriors mingling on the sidelines with the mortal men who had left the battle up to kings well before this hour. The women, armor shining in the setting sun, brought beer to the men and rallied them with song. All the women, save Brunhilde. She had picked a side that was not common or praised in long houses in the dead of winter or sung about by men sailing the treacherous waves. She could not help but forget her duty and favor one king before the other. She brought him to the she brought to him the strength he no longer possessed from the long day of battle. She brought to him courage. She brought to him all the gifts a mortal man might need. But still, Homegunner was strong against her favored warrior. Agnar could not best him, for Homegunner had the favor of Odin behind him. So Brunhilde took the place of Agnar, swooping down with her giant wings just as a fatal blow was crashing into him. She stopped the axe and turned it on him. Helmgunnar tried to dodge, but even a king in Odin's favor could not best a Valkyrie whose eyes had turned to war. So he fell to her blows, and Agnar walked away, no gods at his side. But Odin was not the god to cross. His will should not be taken lightly. He rode Slebnar to the field, and Brunhilde turned to fight the god himself, but she was not swift enough to run from his ire. He carried in his hand the horn of sleep and pierced her with it. She crashed to the ground, her wings and body crumpled, the curse setting in. She was carried away to a high hilltop and surrounded by shield and flame until the day a hero who knew no fear would wake her from her slumber. Oh, that's really good. Thanks. That's such a great encompassing uh, of a lot of things, too. I, I, I'm going to be mentioning God of War, but a lot of what you just talked about, too. I know you didn't I know you didn't play God of War, not. too, but it has <laughs> some of that showing how you don't pit, like piss off Odin. Um, yeah, so Valkyrie. I, I don't know anyone who wouldn't have heard about a Valkyrie at this point. It's it's just they're, they're just like a so synonymous um, online comes up with the angel of death is is kind of what it is with a, a little we, we just recently talked about Grim Reaper too so it's kind of funny because um, 
the psychopomp that, that the Grim Reaper is. That is kind of quite literally what the Valkyries are. By the way, shout out to Kyle. I put it in the YouTube video. I put a little um, banner. But um, Kyle was listening to the show that when we did that episode. And she was like, Brian, psycho means soul. And pomp is like carrier. And I was like... Greek, you're right. I should have etymology <laughs> looked this up. Yeah, like psychopompo. I did like, not pompos take Greek, is so it's all Greek to me. Uh, that doesn't fit here, but yeah. So so yeah, psychopomp. We just talked about this in the Greek um, story, uh, uh, or sorry, the the Grim Reaper story, and and that comes from the Greek uh, word meaning literally psycho soul pomp. To, is it pompos is like to carry or to to ferry? So that's what the Valkyrie really are. Funny just, enough, though, I know it's hmm. like Porto in yeah. like Latinized languages. I have right. no idea what it is in Greek. <laughs> right, pompous. Um, but it, what's funny too, though, so I, I used a handful of sources, mainly Wikipedia and a few blogs, that kind of thing, um, like Norse Mythology uh, .net. Um, they don't actually kind of focus on that. Uh, we've talked a lot about Norse mythology, and it really the the I'll I'll say this again. It really comes down to the poetic Edda, the prose Edda, and the Heimskringla. Uh, my boy Snorri Sturluson, who gets name dropped on the show more than anyone else ever, uh, was this Icelandic. God, he was a little bit of everything. Um, but he he was uh, a Icelandic. Uh, what is what does Wikipedia call him? Historian, poet, and politician is what they kind of go by. Um, he was born in the late 12th century, died in 1241, and he um, at, he was a Christian, but he was responsible for helping write um, the prose Edda. Sometimes it's called like his book, essentially. And what these are, they're essentially some sites like um, History Today. Actually, I got. Uh, a great little thing about Valkyrie from, but they call it a textbook. Um, it, it's a collection of poems and it's, it's hard, you know, these poems, these were written by scalds is what they called the poets, the, the, the people who would sing, create these songs to, to sing about these great efforts. Um, Beowulf is an old poem um, written by old scalds. And this is where we get uh, everything from as far as like hard sources go it's tough because the, all of this stuff comes from the middle ages from the 12th century to the 13th and 14th century norse mythology is way older than that we've, we've talked about it in several episodes before references to thor and odin go way back uh it, but they just didn't write it down and just didn't have the the same sort of population and and, and societies that the greeks the Romans had, even though at the same time Homer was doing his thing, someone was chanting about Beowulf um, on the other side uh, of of uh, of the world, almost. So we do have a handful of things, um, charms. Wikipedia has a a, a cool picture of um, what looks like um, it's it's a silver figurine, and it's it is assumed or interpreted to be a Valkyrie because there are these like little figurines. They're holding a sword and the shield. It's, it's clearly a woman, I think through the hair and the, the dress that they're wearing. Um, and you would think, I mean, uh, we, we do have a hard, we've talked about it. in I think the Thor episode, hard evidence of people wearing Thor's hammer, um, almost the same way that Christians wear the cross. And, and there's more evidence to believe that it was done 
it wasn't influenced by Christians. Like they, they, the Norse didn't run to Christians, see the cross, and they're like, hammer time. Um, they were doing that. They had been doing that before then. And I think it makes sense that people wear relics of their gods. You know, I think that's a, a known sort of thing. So you think that you might create a Valkyrie for protection because the Valkyrie are important. What they do is they help take the dead, the people who die in battle, they take them to Valhalla. That's when you die in in uh, the Norse mythology, and I, I didn't mention it earlier, remember this, this encompasses a lot, not just people um, from Norway. This was Germanic tribes, Danes, they all, they all worship these people. They might have called them different things, Woden, Odin, Woten, but it was all this sort of similar um, uh, religion. But the Val- the Valkyrie, they would they would hand select these warriors who died during battle, sword in hand, take them to Valhalla, and they'd be there. They'd be drinking and fighting, basically until the end of time. Which Ragnarok, the end of time, and Odin's like, "All right, y'all, we gotta go." <laughs> you don't um, have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah, we gotta stop that big snake and that big wolf. That's the the more archaeological excavations have uh, throughout Scandinavia have got given us uh, amulets again theorizing the depiction of Valkyries and things like that. It wasn't until like um, the 17th and 18th century though where there there was this really cool resurgence of Norse um, lit, the literature, the artwork. We see the beautiful like they're they're extremely influenced by Greek and Roman. Um, there, there's great paintings of a Valkyrie carrying off like a soldier. Very angelic. Very. I mean it. it it's really pretty, but it didn't come until later. Those those specific depictions didn't come until till much later. But it's it's really uh, formed our modern way of, of viewing and thinking about uh, Valkyries. Uh, I, one thing that I thought was really cool um, is the old English uh, influence, like etymology wise. So the word Valkyrie means uh, essentially through Old Norse, literally the chooser of the slain, valor slain uh, on, of the battlefield, and kyosa to 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 choose. So val it's and what is it? Valkyra is kind of the old one. So it's yeah to to choose the slain is sort of where it comes into. Um, and there's like an old English word which is extremely similar. It's spelled uh, W, and I don't know what it's called. The A E when it's connected, you know, like the Athel. Alfred Athelstan, you know, you'll know what I'm talking about. The AE that's like smudged together. It's got its own name. I can't remember what it is. But W A E L, so whale or veil, and then C Y R G E or I E. So whale kirgi or veil kirgi. So there's this cool old English and etymology uh, historians in that haven't actually been able to like prove if it was. Like if if Valkyrie or the Old Norse kind of pronunciation of it came first and then it was influenced, or if they were kind of independent of each other, you know, the the word the words to choose and slain were likely independent. Anyway, there's this cool kind of thing where it's like we don't know who started it, who who made the word Valkyrie first, chooser of slain first, or was it an independent kind of happening? Um, but anyway, the the nice thing that the this my, my research taught me was that in these stories, the prose at a Heimskringla and the poetic at a, um, that I didn't realize how, how involved the, the Valkyrie really were. And you're right. Yeah. If you piss, I mean, Odin, he, Odin wants things to go a certain way. 
especially because these are his soldiers, the people that die. And uh, the Valkyrie did really interact. Sometimes they would be lovers to the heroes. Um, sometimes they would try and kill them. Um, they were usually connected with ravens in the same way Odin is, or also swans and horses as well. There's also many uh, in the stories that Valkyrie are flying, usually like in a pack from the sky. So having having the gift of flight is something that they've kind of seem to have always had, again, at least since that, that middle age sort of thing. And so anyway, it's great. And I, I thought your story did a great job of exemplifying Odin. He's... He's not always like mega malevolent and he's 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 cursed with foresight. You know, he Odin is always depicted with an eye patch and it's because he gave his eye and he hung he he um literally hung himself from the world tree Yggdrasil which we've talked about as well. And he did this to gain the gift of foresight and and that so raven has taught us you can't you can't have the gift of foresight because it's going to mess with you. That's how it happens. So I just like to think Odin's, you know, he, he's always trying so hard because he knows the end's coming. He's seen it. And his interference is, of course, just perpetuating it. I love it. And and the Valkyrie, they're, they're just this great symbolic thing. And I can't imagine how many real Vikings, real Germanic peoples and, Scand and Norse peoples were, like, convinced that they were going to, you know, be carried off into battle no matter what. And they were being told to run at this fort filled with angry British people throwing stones or whatever. So anyway, I, I think that about covers it. This was a really fun topic to go through. Uh, oh, no, I have one one more thing. Uh, I promise one more thing. Operation Valkyrie. Have you heard of this, World War II? It, it was a 2008 movie with Tom Cruise as well. No. Are you... I mean, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I thought you were an... going to bring up um, <laughs> Valkyria Chronicles. No, like no, no. that's game, that's a, which is so good. A, like everybody it is. play it. Great Japanese um, RPG, uh, a cool take on Norse mythology. That is Valkyria Chronicles is good. No, Operation Valkyrie was this 1944 attempt to kill this guy Adolf Hitler. You may have heard of him. He, uh, what it was, I was, I, I, I thought of that because I, I know about this movie. It was a pretty good movie too, too. Um, and I was wondering why was it called Operation Valkyrie? Does it, does it was what was the sim? Was it just a, a cool word or Valkyr or Valkyr is the German word for Valkyrie? And um, it, it actually so like Operation Valkyr is was this German? It was like this failsafe um, that Hitler and and that that Reich uh, imposed, and it was basically to allow them to kind of bring like a martial law in case. They needed to, like, allied bombing cities, um, workers uh, rebelling. It was a way for them to, like, uh, superimpose power over certain cities and things like that. And they the, – the, the assassination attempt was simply abusing it and changing it mainly with killing um, Hitler and his top two um, honchos. So I, I, I don't – I just wanted to say if, if you're familiar with this and the movie, the 2008 film, great film. Watch it. It's great. Uh, Tom Cruise and a bunch of other – um, so basically that really it. it was like a a plot or, or Hitler was do, had something going yeah. on that was called this and then they just like flipped it what they were going to do was kill Hitler his top two homies oh, and okay. then they were going to abuse Operation Valkyrie to essentially arrest the SS and oh, Gestapo awesome. yeah because it, it was it, it was like this I, I really do recommend watching this film um uh, I think it's called Operation Valkyrie um, with Tom Cruise. 
Um, and it was it was a way for it, it was the best way to to legally take control of the military, you know, because like uh, Joe Blow or whatever the German equivalent is of Joe Blow isn't going to know Hitler's dead, you know, immediately. Sure. But if yeah. if 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 the head honchos say, hey, uh, Operation Valkyrie is in effect, we need we need to basically declare martial law, take over these cities and secure them. That, that So they were. They were going to abuse Operation Valkyrie. They were going to use it as a legal avenue for sort of like the lesser officers that were in charge of these cities and these areas and stuff like that. And so, but the key was to kill Hitler. Sadly, it didn't work out. The guys who did it, uh, spoiler alert, didn't kill Hitler. Um, but it was it was really cool. It was it was an amazing part. It, it kind of shows you the movie does a great job of showing you not all the Germans were uh, <laughs> down with the the Reich, uh, as it were. But um, so it's it's a a wild tale and the movie I think does a pretty good job of showing you like how it went down. So anyway, just just wanted to throw that in there for anyone who is familiar with op- the the assassination attempt. It it doesn't seem like it had much. I I think the only thing you could see is like it's it's a matter of reclaiming warrior, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it really tied to it. I think they just picked a cool word for oh, okay. an operation. <laughs> yeah. That was that was my last thing. So Did your cat Cammy, have something to say? I know, yeah. She was really <laughs> chatting about it. I think I started riling her up with the mention of the axis. She's not cool with that. But, Cami, thank you so much for your story. That was really great. I always love having your originals. Uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Let us know if you have any topics in mind. We've got some great stuff lined up, as always, but mystery at gmail.com. Also, our link tree um, in the description is a great way to to listen to us or to, to get all of our links for everything that we've got, YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, I think that's it. Cami, would you like to add anything? I think I'm good. Awesome. Well, everyone, we will see you next time. Oh. Oh.